Suddenly eyeing the freckled hands, the unruly hair, and the two small earrings that bent the sunlight. The stranger let them look, accustomed to such invasions. Sweet spoke up. Us can plait your hair. Lizzie instantly wished she had thought first to ask. She wanted this creature with the strange name to be trapped in the curve of her own strong thighs. Yet Ma Wu only regarded Sweet and her swollen stomach with a pitying look. She lifted a hand to her crotch, as if to warn off the misfortune that had resulted in Sweet's circumstance. No, said Ma Wu. Tip wouldn't like it. She gathered the skirt and waved it about, boasting that the fabric was the result of keeping this tip happy. But the three slave women responded with a tacit acknowledgement that this tip was no different from theirs. Sit with us for a spell, one of the twins offered, pointing to the thickest patch of grass. Lizzie was certain Ma Wu would decline the invitation, so she was surprised when the woman set down her basket, pulled up her skirt, and gathered her legs beneath her. They call me Philip, said the man between Lizzie's legs. He liked the looks of this one. He also liked the way she talked, a melodic accent that pulled at the corners of her mouth. He hadn't taken a woman in months, and hadn't had a woman of his own in years. But something about her, maybe it was the hair, warned Philip that his interest shouldn't be of the permanent kind. And this here's Henry, and this is George. They brothers. I suppose these here women can introduce themselves, but I can save them the trouble. This here's Reeny, they call this one Sweet, and the one here behind me is Lizzie. Me and Lizzie from the same plantation down in Tennessee. Mawu added, I come from Louisiana, although no one had asked. Reenie nodded briefly, and the other two women took that as a sign to go back to their work. The men tilted their heads again and popped the flowers into their mouths. Lizzie's hands were working on Philip, but her eyes were working on the lioness. She watched as Mawu looked off into nowhere and so was the first to see Mawu's lips pucker and begin to hum something light. It sounded like it had some spirit in it, but it was no tune Lizzie had ever heard. Mawu adjusted her melody, stringing together short, rhythmic phrases here and there, the way the conjuring man had taught her. The mustard seeds plunked into the tin cups like drumbeats beneath her voice. When the seeds were all spent, she ended with a flourish. An appreciative silence followed. How long y'all gonna be up here this summer? Reenie asked, resuming their lazy conversation. Drail says he wants to stay four weeks, Lizzie answered for her and Philip. The missus says she wants Philip back so he can train this new hand they're buying. Us too, Reenie said. Four weeks. This was the second summer at the vacation resort for the six slaves. Three of the southern men brought their slave women with them first on ships and then riding in separate train cars after they entered free territory and boarded the little Miami Railroad in Cincinnati. None of the Southern men brought their wives. Reenie's master had brought his wife up close to the end of the previous summer, and Sweet's mistress was dead. Lizzie's master, Drail, had never mentioned the possibility of bringing his wife. It was no secret many of the northern whites who stayed at the resort disliked slavery. Even more, they disapproved of the slave women staying in the cottages with the white men, 
The resort was set in an area populated by Quakers and Methodists who declared themselves anti-slavery. East of Columbus, west of Dayton, 64 miles north of Cincinnati, the resort cast together an unlikely association of white southern planters, white northerners, free coloreds, and slaves. So the six slaves stuck close together, even avoiding the free black servants who worked in the hotel. Now there would be one more, upsetting the easy balance of six. Lizzie guessed that Mawu was staying in a cottage like the rest of them. Surely Mawu's man wouldn't put her in the hot hotel attic with the rest of the servants and male slaves. She wanted Mawu to be in a cottage near hers. Even with Rini and Sweet, Lizzie sometimes got lonely at this place. Rini was always working, and Sweet was always tired. They all speculated on...